the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. In addition to taking care of one another inside the church, what if we developed a lifestyle of taking care of the most needy outside the walls of the church? How would that change the community and our city? Bob Moffat, president and founder of Harvest Foundation in Phoenix, Arizona, talks with pastors and leaders as they share their testimonials about how sacrificial love by those in the church to those in need outside the church has helped people see and embrace Jesus Christ. It's that demonstration of Jesus' greatest commandment that we'll hear more about today on The Kingdom and Its Stories. This is Bob Moffat. I'm the host of this program, and I have with me Mark Lucas, who's the local ministry director here at 1360. And um, we're remotely talking with John in China. And John and I have known each other for a number of years. I, I just so highly respect him as a, as a Christian leader who has the opportunity to inspire and challenge um, followers of Jesus all over China to be able to be the hands and feet of Jesus. And so, John, welcome. We're delighted to have you here on the program. What's the weather like where you are today? Uh, it's the early spring, and uh, we see the flowers, blossoms everywhere. And it's uh, most of the time it's warm, uh, sky's clear, but uh, sometimes it's still raining. Yeah, and uh, the sky is clear? <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. That is amazing. Yeah, with, um, with, the re- with all of the reduction in uh, travel um, and— uh, uh, manufacturing, I, I imagine it's unusual to see the s- clear sky where you are. But we're delighted to have you with us. see the clear street. Say again? Uh, you see the clear street. You see the clear street, which yeah. is also very, very real. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us, John. Um, it's my pleasure. What? T- tell us a little bit about... Um, some of the major changes in lifestyle for for the citizens of China. Um, yeah, uh, I'm, first of all, I want to say sorry that uh, the uh, virus uh, came from China in the early days, and uh, and now it's spread out in the, all over the world. Uh, it changed a lot in the lifestyle of Chinese people. Uh, one particular thing is uh, people are forced to stay at home, which you are experiencing now. Uh, but the, um, we have a lot of um, things we used to do, like uh, have the logistics delivery to house to door to door delivery. But now it's all stopped. We have to go out to pick up the delivery. Uh, and also a lot of restaurants and uh, shops are 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 closed. So. So um, people had to stay at home. Um, children uh, had to uh, have to stay at home too for the school, uh, for the internet classes. Uh, the 
parents, at least one parent, one of the parents need to stay at home to uh, stay with them. Um, a lot of um, transportation or uh, travels would require people to hold smartphone to verify they are safe. They are, uh, in other words, they are agreeing to uh, get on board the bus or get on board the train. So there are not many people on the subway, not many people on the on the bus, uh, very few people in the train. John, who 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 are the people um, in your country that are most impacted by uh, this shutdown uh, and the coronavirus? Uh, first of all, the people from the epicenter, uh, Wuhan, and also the its province, uh, Hubei province. Uh, so if you, uh, people were checking ID numbers because that province has unique uh, a number, so people would get scared, scared if they see a number uh, from that that province. Uh, so they get biased. Uh, they they'd be scared in their community. Um, the second type of people are the um, uh, usually um, they they are, we are not like in India. There are a lot of day pay people, but a lot of people are working in remote provinces. Now they are outsiders. That uh, they they can travel, but they are not welcomed in in the place where they uh, had they have to uh, make a job. And another type of people are the returnees, uh, returning Chinese from other countries. Um, right now, the, the in the numbers of recorded uh, confirmed cases, uh, recently in recent two weeks, uh, the all the confirmed cases are from uh, uh, by these uh, returning Chinese mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. other countries, like from Russia, from US. So. Uh, the they these people most many of them are businessmen many of them are uh, students uh, studying abroad and their parents are also being um, feel feeling kind of ashamed uh, when they when when they have to tell their neighbors uh, they have a they have a son they have a relative uh, to coming back from outside and and that's a problem when people from uh, uh, outside. Uh, uh, Foreigners who've been, tra- I mean, Chinese who've been traveling when they come back, are they rejected by their, or is there a, um, a, uh, a an attitude against them, or people are afraid of the of their coming back? Uh, yeah, the people are viewing them as are um, taking advantage uh, by today's situation. China is under the control so they are coming back to from from they are coming back from the dangerous places uh, back to the safe zone so they are actually bringing threats to to people in the safe zone so mm. so people feel the these people are unworthy um, a lot of uh, dispute uh, against them so what kind of um, what what kind of support or encouragement do they need from um, from especially the people of Christ, the followers of Jesus. Um, we uh, another type of people who are being as good uh, are being um, uh, neglected are the particularly the seniors who cannot travel that much or they cannot go to the grocery shop for okay. a large amount of 
uh, shopping. So for the church, um, the what we have been doing is uh, one way is through internet to in a lot of discussion groups uh, give people encouragement to, to uh, help them in uh, to to allow them to express their desperation to allow them to um, to to talk with another person. Uh, otherwise, uh, they might not have people to talk, come uh, to make a conversation. You, with. You, John, you use the word desperation. What is what does that mean? Mm-hmm. What is desperation? Um, when when people are locked down in certain place, um, and if they have a patient at home, or if they themselves feel feel they might be infected, like if they have they sniff, sniffing or coughing, um, and there is a fear to go to the hospital because hospital might be filled with virus mm-hmm. in the air in, mm-hmm. the, in anything so so this kind of the sense of helplessness and uh, they couldn't find any reliable information they couldn't uh, talk to any reliable expert uh, you know there are many people are talking about good solutions uh, but uh, most of them are useless or they have their agenda behind. So, so allow people to uh, have a person. I'm not face to face kind of conversation, but a person to person conversation. That's really helpful. Okay, tell tell us a story or two of of what some of the Christians um, uh, in China are doing to respond to this need of desperateness. Mm. Um, uh, one story is a, a friend of mine who uh, is who has been locked down in the city in uh, Wuhan, and uh, he is a pastor, and uh, he started to uh, uh, some people we, we mail we organized to mail him him some masks so so that he could use for himself, but also for for other people in his neighborhood. So he was able to deliver the masks to the security guards, the the grocery shop owner. The, there are a few small grocery shops so open in the, in the beginning, and later eventually to other police uh, uh, police. Uh, 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 who were securing the 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 residential area, but then eventually when he found that the his own apartment building was uh, has a confirmed case, he 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 told me he he was quite uh, scared too, uh, because uh, it's so imminent to him, so near to him, so he after uh, much prayer he started to uh, uh, walk. Uh, along the uh, stairs to each uh, door and then knock the door and then left our a pack of uh, masks mm. uh, say telling them um, I'm your neighbor I saw the red uh, or pink slip uh, mm. on on the downstairs uh, in the in the gate of our our um, dorm yeah. Uh, yeah in the building and we we are uh, we are in on the same boat here we we, we don't have much uh, else, but uh, this is what we I have. So these are five uh, masks. Hmm. Uh, please wear it, wear them, use them. Yeah. So so this is kind of help. Okay. Good. Um, and have you have you heard about any response yet of people who've been served that way? 
Uh, yeah, um, one um, actually uh, the group I am I'm with, we found our uh, uh, calling for help kind of message in the internet. Uh, a girl from another city who was stuck in the in Wuhan was asking for help. Uh, her parents were sick, um, believed to have the have the coronavirus, um, and uh, the the symptom was not so bad in the beginning. So, but she didn't know how to get her father to the hospital. It's there's no bus, there's no vehicle, so he she couldn't find a taxi to to do that. And her parents bring were, the were her parents in another city. Uh, she was with her parents. Oh, in she was with them. That okay, city. Yeah. all right. Okay, and, go ahead. And, and she was so scared, so she called for help. Someone in my in my group told me uh, there's a need, so I passed the information to a group next to her, uh, nearby, uh, nearby to her. So the pastor paid a visit. Uh, the pastor couldn't go into the residential area as it it was locked locked down, but. Uh, left a package of some food, some medicine, some uh, cold medicine, and also some uh, hygiene uh, sanitizer material. And uh, later they got uh, connected in the WeChat group. And then they started to, he he, he was telling the lady, um, I'm actually not too far away from you, but uh, sorry, I couldn't go to your place. Eventually the woman uh, calmed down. Um, She... Um, her father uh, is okay now. She has returned back to her home in another city, but uh, uh, the relationship has been established. She's so thankful to to the just a little comfort, comforting words in the midst of that. So that kind it doesn't of have it doesn't have to be something big. It just needs to be um, a small expression of 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 love and concern. Is that, yeah, is, yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, the, and also the feeling that this person is really close to me, uh, even even though she couldn't she couldn't meet this pastor, but the the the, the feeling that she uh, this pastor is next to me is is good. Yeah, good. John, I know that you are coaching a lot of leaders um, all throughout China, and. Uh, and I know you've had a lot of experience, you know, of encouraging and seeing what the results are of people being the hands and feet of Jesus. Uh, if you had to summarize what some of the major principles are, so that would be generic principles that we here in the U.S. would be able to use, what, what are those things that you would encourage us to uh, to learn as principles, as as we try to uh, do the same thing that Christians in China are doing uh, to their neighbors. Okay, yeah. Um, we are still trying to summarize. Uh, here are a few things I feel we, we have uh, the common uh, um, understanding. One is uh, this virus situation is different from other disasters. Everyone is a victim is a victim in this virus threat. So we first need to overcome the fear inside of ourselves. Um, we have to admit it, uh, and but we have to overcome it uh, with the power of Jesus. The second part is um, 
a lot of times we are driven by the media uh, about how serious it is, where is the most uh, severe situation. Uh, but often we neglect our neighbors, uh, the people who we can reach, we are able to see daily or, or with a little effort. So we really need to pay attention to uh, the people nearby us um, instead of just uh, the global crisis. Uh, I know this is global crisis, but we really st still need to focus on people who are nearby us. And another principle is um, we, we need to um, see needs be beyond the medical supplies. Uh, a lot of uh, the media has been reporting a lot of issues about particularly related to shortage of the medical supplies, uh, all these kind of things. Yeah. But a lot of other needs, uh, other than the uh, the um, coronavirus, uh, other than, than the medical needs, the people are hungry. Uh, people are uh, in anxiety. This might not be directly related to the the virus. A lot of people are in family uh, crisis because of the locking, being locked down at home. Um, it's not always a happy thing uh, being staying with the family member. So tell, there are many tell, other Tell me issues. about that. Ask my wife about that. She'll tell you. <laughs> she. Yeah, uh, we, she, we have uh, so. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, Bob. No, yeah, there's so much time we spend time together. Um, in the past, we didn't have this much time, and then, then so much trouble uh, we are seeing uh, in each other's from each other's eyes. So, uh, so how to deal with this kind of anger and our anxiety may be easily passed on to another person. So, how to? Um, I, I, in most of cases. It's not being solved within our family. Uh, it's how we, through uh, internet phone, uh, phone calls, uh, and and we can we can talk about this kind of issue. And the church can definitely serve our neighbors, even without meeting meeting in person. We can start to talk about the issues like this. Uh, recently, we are doing our uh, fathers group in our in our site. Not everyone is a believer, but uh, we are able to talk about uh, fathering uh, in this kind of situation. Mm. Uh, how we can be a better father? Uh, what kind of troubles we are we are feeling? Uh, now, do you do that? Our... Do you do that remotely, or do you do you have people remotely. coming together to talk we, we about have, that? Uh, we have to do that remotely. Okay. All right. But we we are. With the easing easing situation, we are trying to do that this um, in uh, because we are able to travel to a park. So we we are able to meet uh, maybe three or four people in in the park. Uh, then we can have some time still keep the social distance and but we are able to meet. Yeah, and you said that not all of those people are believers. No, not all of them. I, but we have common interest, common yeah, concerns. I, I love that. You know, I, I think of that as discipleship before conversion. When we yes, reach out right. and demonstrate, you know, uh, the Lord's love to people who don't know and, and who don't know the Lord. But um, they, if they're if they're interested in getting together and talking 
that's really, I think, under the category of discipleship and um, and just loving them and loving them the way Christ would love them, showing an interest in the problems that they have. And by doing that, they begin to become open to the to the truth that Jesus is also concerned about those those cares. So, so what you're saying, one thing that I've heard is that we need to not be afraid. We need to recognize right. that, that we're afraid, and um, and then deal with that fear, and be willing, mm-hmm. like the early Christians uh, in the early church did, in spite of the plagues. They ran into the situation instead of running from it. So we need to deal with our fear. Another thing I heard you say is that we need to um, we need to be concerned about those that are really close to us, rather than focusing on the global situation. What is what is the reality of of the fear of our neighbor? Um, or the problems that they're dealing with, or like the dads, how how are they, how are they processing how to be a better dad? And you know, those are real situations that are local that we can be dealing with, and just expressing um, our love and concern in those areas, rather than thinking about you know the lack of ventilators or the lack of medicine, but just doing the kinds of things that we can do. So those are. Two of the principles that I would say you have challenged us with. Are there others? Um, I I, th- I think a, uh, a lot of times when we um, we we really need to see um, serve. Sometimes when we talk about the neighbors, we really need to see. Sometimes we have we we know there are residential neighbors, but there are often. Uh, I call it neglected neighbors, uh, people who are ne- nearby us. Non- they not, don't necessarily live next to us, but they, because of the job, the what uh, kind of relationships, they have to pass through us, like the delivery person, uh, security guards, um, or the mailman, the, the tra- guy that delivers, yeah, the, delivers our mail. Yeah, yeah. Like, like even like in China, the the community uh, workers they don't necessarily live in that community but they serve in in the lower level office to serve the community so these are our neighbors uh, also our neighbors uh, but uh, a lot of times when we talk about neighbors we we forget about them <laughs> so so we really need to be yeah, intentional they're, they're to, like the invisible people them. that serve oh, us like sometimes the, we go ahead sometimes we we treat them like machines. Mm. Uh, sometimes we even complain they are not as good as machines. <laughs> <laughs> but they're human beings. They're made in God's image. Right. And we need You're to, right. to, to, to notice them. Just to notice them, mm. I think, sometimes. It's like with my mailman, you know, I've developed a... He comes by in his truck, and so when I happen to hear his truck, I literally go out of the house to say hi to him and to greet him and just to notice mm-hmm. him and he's become a friend and uh yeah. you know so that's one way we can we can be the hands and feet of Jesus to those invisible people who normally we just pass uh, pass by 
and complain that they're not as good as a machine. <laughs> so, how are you and your family doing in this time? We are doing we are doing very well. Um, we are staying at home. Uh, enough food and uh, actually sufficient food. Um, uh, food is always good for Chinese. Um, <laughs> and also we have we have good internet uh, uh, to talk with people. So okay. we are very thankful. Yeah. Just so that we kind of have a mental picture of how you live, you, do you live in a big building with an, in an apartment? Uh, we, we live in an apartment, quite small. It's uh, like uh, uh, 400 feet, square feet. 400, 400 square feet. That's like yeah. a tiny home. In our, uh, we call it a tiny home, but a very small uh, tiny home. Uh, so you can imagine how how many crashes we would have. How many clashes? <laughs> yeah, clashes we we would have in, in a lockdown situation. So, how many people live with you in your family? Uh, uh, my wife, uh, our son, and me. We have three people together. Oh, okay, so do you you clash sometimes? Uh, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Well, God bless you. Thank you so much yeah. for sharing with us. And uh, it's my pleasure. And it's may, my privilege. May God use your observations to challenge us to be more effective hands and feet of Jesus. Yes. Also, may God bless people uh, in the states uh, to during this crisis and uh, uh, help people with His good news for people in the anxiety or fear. Thank you, John. Jesus defines discipleship as come and follow me. Next Monday at 5.30 p.m. on Faith Talk 1360, we'll hear another testimonial from a leader demonstrating how they and the people of the church are sacrificially loving the needy and beginning to see real change in their community. Today's testimony of God's love not only inspires us, but now we ask God how he wants us to demonstrate his love in a similar way with others in the church towards our neighbors. Also consider sharing the kingdom and its story with others through the media tab at harvestfoundation.org. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.